Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Roberta Blevins, and this is Life After MLM, a podcast where we worked and the stigma of failure in an industry systemically designed for you to fail. Join us as we dive into the real life stories of survivors, experts, and advocates to debunk the common myths and fallacies of cults, scams, and multi-level marketing. Welcome back to another episode of Life After MLM. Today, we have the gorgeous, amazing, welcome to the show, Kayla at Real Talk Safe Space. Hi. Hi. How are you? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm good. And it's yeah. peaceful. The door is closed. Everything's taken care of. Everybody's had dinner. We are good. <laughs> good. I'm excited. Yeah. Yes. So um, we're going to just get right into it. And we're going to talk about your life in MLM, getting out of MLM, after MLM, the whole shebang. So Kayla, let's start from the beginning. Introduce yourself uh, and let us know how MLM came into your life. Oh my goodness. Okay. It's a good story. Uh, my name is Kayla. You can find me on Instagram and YouTube at realtalk underscore safe space. Roberta, you and I were talking the other day about how I moved to Clearwater, Florida. That's where all of this starts. So it's a good, it's a good story. What Ooh, happened? Was, okay. <laughs> yeah. I started selling essential oils when I moved to Florida and I was surrounded by strangers. So it was honestly easier for me than asking my friends and family from back home. So I had a roommate who was originally from Florida. We were BFFs, like just, we were, um, we were attached at the hip. So she wanted to move back home to Florida and I had never been out of the state before of my home state. So I was like, I'm going to go with you. It took us about a year and a half to plan that move, just trying to figure out where we were going to live, where we were going to work and saving up enough money. We were just getting all our ducks in a row. And it's funny because in that year and a half, I met the girl who was going to become my upline and quote unquote best friend. There's a reason why there's quotations there because it was just a monetary relationship, but I didn't know that at the time. And I also met my, uh, the man who is now my husband during that time while we were planning this big move. So my husband and I, we were long distance for a long time because I moved to Florida. <laughs> yeah. And so I worked with my upline at a restaurant. She actually was a few years younger than me, but she became my manager and she, she displayed a lot of like 
low-key malicious behavior, but I never saw the red flags because back then I didn't have nearly as much of a backbone as I do now. Like, <laughs> like going through a pandemic, having my first child coming out of my MLM, I have a backbone now, but back then I didn't. And I didn't recognize red flags for what they were. So she she used me and manipulated me a lot at work. And um, I had a bad habit of, I would, I, I never go out of my way to make friends with people. I just want to say that I usually let people come to me and I, I've been burned a lot by that because people will attach themselves to me and realize that they have the ability to manipulate me and that I will continue to allow them to do that and not set boundaries. Again, it's different now. I definitely set boundaries now <laughs> and people are going to respect those or they're not. And if you're not going to respect my boundaries, then we're not going to chill. We're not cool. This person, I did allow her to use me however she saw fit. She did that a lot at work, but I just ignored it. And my roommate was the same way. It's actually really funny. These interwoven relationships that were going on in my life, because I moved to Florida with my best friend. I started working with Young Living. She started working with Mary Kay. Her mom started working with Monet, and we were all buying shit from each other. It was a hot mess. <laughs> wow. Yes. So the girl who became my upline, she inserted herself into our lives with the goal specifically of recruiting us. She was hanging out with us all the time. She was helping us as we were planning this big move. She was there the day we left. Like she said goodbye to us. And then I moved and she just kept subtly plugging like, hey, you should join this business. You would be so great at it. Hey, essential oils have changed my life. They're revolutionary. They're going to change your life too. Like she knew that I was... I'm allergic to most commercial antibiotics. So when I get sick, I can't really take a lot of antibiotics to help me get better. And she just kept saying, these oils are exactly what you need because you need to live a more holistic lifestyle. This is going to be your new medicine. No, she's not allowed to say that, but she did say that. And that's how it was the entire time I was in Young Living. I was trained there's a way of saying something without actually saying it. I was trained to be deceptive. I was trained to be manipulative. And I was trained a lot of things about essential oils that I have come to recognize are just not true. And there's a lot of things we could talk about with, with the essential oils and the health claims. I think it's absolutely disgusting. And I think it's really sad how people can become so brainwashed that they really do believe that they're using these products and, and they're boosting their immune systems and it's everything that they need and they don't need any kind of medicine or doctors. They, they don't want doctors that are certified that are actual doctors. They're very much against, and I'm generalizing. This is not strictly true for everybody in an essential oil MLM. We know that there's all different kinds of people and different mindsets, things like that. But for the most part, you know, I was taught that big pharma is the enemy. <laughs> you know, the government is the enemy <laughs> and it all kind of just tied together. They just wrapped it up with a big old bow. There is a lot of that rhetoric, you know, the big pharma oh, rhetoric. I yeah, hear that a lot. Now. I'm still waiting on my check. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I got yeah. accused. The other, I mean, when I say I, I mean the anti-MLM community was accused 
of um, being shills for big pharma. And that's why we're against MLMs and, um, you know, wellness. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. That doesn't surprise me at all. They really think that we're getting paid off to do this stuff. Like you make so much money creating this content. I'm like, no. <laughs> I was like, did my check get lost in the mail? That's how I feel. <laughs> I want to do this because Young Living ruined my life. I can say that very confidently. It imploded my life for so long. And actually, you know, I had to sit down and think about like, what do I want to talk about specifically on this podcast? I've told my story several times before. I've been on a couple of other podcasts. Um, I was on um, the Huns to Humans podcast and I was on Aaron B's podcast. So I'm plugging them right here. Everybody should go check out those wonderful ladies because their oh, yeah. podcasts are amazing as well as Roberta's is amazing. You know, I love all of you so much. I had to sit down and think about like, what do I want to talk about? And this podcast is called Life After MLM. So I want to talk about the process of coming out of my MLM. The fact that there is a spectrum and you've talked about this before. You talked about it on the show. Um, uh, the episode that I was first on with you, we talked about how there is a spectrum of anti-MLM. And there are people who it's going to take them a lot longer. It's not black and white. There's a big gray area. Like some people are still just getting out of their MLMs. Some people are still stuck in that MLM mindset because it takes a long time to break away from that. So for me, when I realized that I could not afford spending 300 PV a month anymore, which is more or less $300, well, it's not less than. Let me take that back. It's more than. It's always more than because that's how it works. Uh, when you spend an amount of money, you don't necessarily accumulate that same amount in PV. It's always less. So I was spending more than 300 PV every single month when I lived in Florida because that's what I was told I had to do to be successful. And it's very, very easy to get into the habit of inventory loading when you're in an essential oil MLM, Young Living specifically, just because I don't know how it works with um, doTERRA, but with Young Living, it's very easy to end up inventory loading because you do have to spend, or you at least you had to, if you don't have a downline, you still have to spend 100 PV a month just to get commission qualified, just to earn your paycheck. Nothing like you have to spend products to earn your paycheck. And I hate that so much with MLMs. I have so much beef with that. Yeah. Is there any way that you can sell that amount and not buy it? Or do you also have to buy your own stuff? They changed their compensation plan last year in 2021 because of their ongoing lawsuit for being a pyramid scheme. So, you know, that came around in 2019 and that's still ongoing. They actually changed their compensation plan last year. So now they've introduced, it's called CV, customer, um, customer volume instead of personal volume. And it's just you and your level one downline, just the people who are directly beneath you. If their PV plus your PV adds up to 100, then you're commission qualified. That's not how it was when I was with Young Living. I had to spend that 100 PV. And if you don't have a downline, like I said, you still have to meet that 100 PV all by yourself. So you have to buy products every month. Unless you have a big enough downline that all of your level ones are meeting your 100 PV requirement for you every month. Does that make sense? I know it's confusing. Their compensation yes, plan is no. awful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still trying to understand their compensation plan and it's been like six years. But for me coming out of all of that, 
um, there definitely is a spectrum because I realized I couldn't afford all of that plus everything that I needed to do back home. So my husband and I, I, we packed my bags and we moved back home and it got to the point where when I moved home, I started getting that cognitive dissonance because I felt bad asking my friends and family to spend $160. Like I'm from Kentucky. Uh, We're below the poverty line here. I know that my friends and family can't all afford a $160 starter kit. And then to be placing $50 a month reoccurring orders every single month. So it got to the point where I gave up on my business and I was very, very hard on myself for that. I was no longer trying to recruit people. I was no longer trying to sell the products. I was no longer trying to um, sell the lifestyle. And I still, I had a pretty significant downline already at that point, but I just kind of backed away. But for two years, I was so hard on myself. I was very depressed. I went through a very hard time and I continued to be commission qualified every month for those two years. Oh no. So yeah. you left, but you didn't really leave and you still continued to. I had my downline. Uh, oh, listen to this, Roberta. If you earn less than $25 a month with Young Living, they don't give you a paycheck that month. They give you an account credit to spend on more products. And you can't use that account credit on your reoccurring monthly order. You have to do a quick order, which is where you like check out through the cart instead of your monthly order. And that's the only way to use that account credit. Wow. Yeah. That is so shady. So for the last year, I would say I kept getting these account credits and I kept telling my husband, I don't know what these account credits are for because I wasn't trying to do the work. So I wasn't expecting a big paycheck and they stopped paying me and I wasn't paying attention to my downline. So I was like, okay, they stopped paying me. So I'm probably just not making any money anymore. But then I was getting these account credits and I was using the account credits because I was deep in the brainwashing of the greenwashing. So I thought that there were no other safe products, no other brand of products could be safe only Young Living products. So every product we use to clean ourselves and to clean our house were Young Living products. I've had so much trouble getting this inventory out of my house, Roberta. I can imagine that you have a lot of inventory. It's very concentrated. It is, but um, actually I have gotten rid of almost all of it. I just have a big box of essential oils still. They're all bottles that have already been opened. So I don't feel comfortable reselling those. And under Young Living's contract, I'm not really supposed to resell them anyway. Whatever, who cares? Um, (laughs) I actually gave away a bunch of stuff. I sent it off to um, Hannah, uh, you know, Hannah from YouTube. She she was like (laughs) trying. She said, somebody sent me some products from their MLM that I'm going to try. And I immediately like sent her a video of myself. I was like, do you want to be an oily babe? Cause I'll send you all kinds of stuff. So I just sent a bunch of stuff off to her. So thankfully my inventory so is minimal, very minimal right now. And well, that's I've, good at least. Yeah. Yeah. I've switched over to like different, you know, quote unquote, non-toxic cleaners, which I'm still trying to figure out how much I was told about when I was in young living is true and how much of it is like complete lie. So 
I'm still like trying not to use a lot of fragrances and I still check the ingredients on the back of bottles before I purchase something. But in my opinion, everything in moderation is okay. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. And also in Young Living, they teach you that like lighting a candle is harmful for you. You can't even light a candle. You should just diffuse your oils. You should use your, your diffuser. Lighting a, I was taught verbatim, lighting a candle is the same thing as smoking a cigarette. It's equally as harmful to you, which is not true at all. You know that they never cited any sources for this information. It was just somebody regurgitated this information on the internet and everybody else was like, oh, and they repeated it. Being in Young Living, yeah, yeah, it's bad. Being in Young Living, I always say it's like a bad game of telephone because I was so far down in the pyramid that by the time information reached me, it was just completely skewed. Oh, it absolutely is a gigantic game of telephone. And I think they count on that, right? Because that's how all of the stuff we're not allowed to say gets said. Absolutely. Yes. Because I mean, Who's to say that you said something wrong if it was in a private conversation or a face-to-face conversation or in your class or in a coffee shop when you're meeting up with somebody or in a private DM? Who's to say that you did anything wrong? Who's to say that you were spreading misinformation? But also at the same time, they were turning around and publicly spreading misinformation as well. So it's all a mess. It's all It's all a mess. So that was... As far as life after MLM, that's really what I wanted to talk about was there is a spectrum. It's not black and white. Like people are slowly coming out of their MLMs in their own time. I don't think it's ever okay to reach out to somebody who's in an MLM, even if you know that person, if they're your mom or your aunt or your cousin or your friend or someone that you got along with in high school, reaching out to them in their DMs and in their comments it's not going to change their mind ever. They're going to come to terms with this in their own way, in their own time. And you can't help somebody that doesn't want to be helped. And I've had more people reach out to me than, than anything else say, Hey, I'm not out of my MLM, but I'm getting out of my MLM. That's mostly the kind of messages that I've been receiving. It's not like, I don't get all the time. Like, you helped me get out of my MLM. I've gotten a few of those, but for the most part, it's just, Hey, I'm getting there and that's okay. We should be accepting of those people too. Absolutely. I get so many messages from people um, who will say, Hey, you know, I found the podcast or I found your account and I'm in an MLM and I'm really connecting with what you're saying. And I'm sort of opening my eyes and realizing what's going on. And, you know, I can't get out for at least six months. You know, I'm so high up in the pyramid or I have these bills or these things and I've got to sort of transition out. So they, they message me and I say, you know, just keep up with me. Just message me whenever, if you need to talk or you need to vent, I'm not here to offer advice. If you just need a vent, you know, let me know and we can talk about it. And it's really interesting. You know, they're like, Hey, today I decided that I'm not going to recruit anymore. I'm like, awesome. Okay. Awesome. Good. Yep. I'm just going to focus on what I've got and just focus on you know, selling and getting rid of the inventory that I have and and moving my way out, but I'm not going to recruit anymore. And I'm not going to be signing anybody else up. Like that's a really great step. And like working through those steps, it's really important. And I think it's, it's really great that there's a lot of us advocates out there that do take the time 
to have these conversations. You know, I can't get to all of them. So it's wonderful that they, they, they have you as well uh, to reach out to so many amazing people to, to have these conversations because yes, yeah. leaving is really hard. And it can be a lot harder for some people. Some people are a lot more caught up in it than others. I see comments sometimes. It's like, I don't know why you need to make this content on how to leave an MLM. It's so easy. You just hit cancel. And I'm no. just like, you've obviously never been in an MLM or have obviously never left an MLM. If you think it's as easy as hitting cancel. That's not, no, being, and nothing is ever the same once you leave an MLM. That's my personal opinion, because if you're in it and if you're deep in it, and if you're brainwashed, and if you've experienced all the different types of manipulation that come with being in an MLM, and Lord knows I have never seen a bigger group of victims than the people who are in MLMs aggressively stating that they are not victims. And once you start to peel the layers back, like any small step away from that is a very big step because I've heard it described as like getting out of the room that you're in, getting a breath of fresh air, stepping away for a second and just looking at what's in front of you. Because when you're caught up in it, there are so many things that are designed to shut down any red flags that you might see. There are so many things that you are constantly being poured into and filled up with and with every conversation that you have with anybody else that's in your MLM, every Zoom call, every convention, every meeting, it's all designed to manipulate you even as far as going into like the music that's being played. What is that called? There's a word for that. Subliminal messaging. Yes. Subliminal messaging. Like they take it so far that when you are being victimized by these MLMs, you don't realize you're being victimized and you are saying no. And you, you're being taught every single day with every single conversation, how to overcome other people's objections. So you're not going to have any objections because you already overcome those for other people. It's a very Stockholm syndrome. Yes. You know? Yes, absolutely. Like, the worship of the top earners and the CEOs alone is very Stockholm syndrome to me. The fact that you have to turn every aspect of your life into being a part of this MLM, being a part of this company who you, it, it should just be you selling their products. That's all it should be. But no, you have to take it a step deeper. You have to be your own business owner, your own boss and have time freedom and financial freedom. And you are your own CEO, but you have a person who's actually your CEO and you worship the ground that they step on. It's all yeah. very involved. It's all wild. It's when, so when involved. You think, yes. When you think of it from the outside, like from an outsider's perspective, I have a friend who just happened to find my anti-MLM account. And I've been friends with her for years and years. What's funny is I met her in Florida and I was pitching Young Living to her. And we had a really good conversation, a really good connection. Thankfully, she never signed up. Do you ever wonder how much of your personal data is out there on the internet just for anyone to find? I promise it's more than you think. Your name, contact info, social security number, home address, even information about your family members. It's all being compiled by data brokers and openly sold online. This can lead to a lot of problems, including identity theft, phishing attempts, harassment, and unwanted spam calls. But now you can protect your privacy with Delete Me. Signing up for the service is super easy. Just provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. 
They send you regular personalized privacy reports showing what info they found, where they found it, and what they removed. I got my report and I was floored with the results. Of the 105 data brokers they checked, 83 of them had my data. Delete Me then removed 173 listings of my personal data off the internet. And they make sure that it stays off too. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me at a special discount just for our listeners. Get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash MLM and use promo code MLM at checkout. The only way to get the 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash MLM and enter code MLM at checkout. That's joindeleteme.com slash MLM code MLM. Head over to quince.com and grab yourself a little something something and support the show by supporting our sponsors. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and say hello to lightweight fabrics and classic styles. I have been taking advantage of the beautiful weather and getting outside for daily walks, and I cannot say enough good things about the flow knit high rise boyfriend jogger from Quince. Seriously, running errands, doing school pickups, swinging by the farmer's market, or taking Jaja for a stroll around the lake, these bad boys are versatile. I love the deep pockets, the high waistband, and the internal hidden drawstring. They're quick drying, moisture wicking, antimicrobial, and the four-way stretch makes them so comfortable. They're made with 88% recycled polyester and the Global Style Standard Certified Yarn dramatically lowers environmental impact by diverting landfill and ocean-bound plastic. Not to mention using recycled claims standard approved dyeing, washing, and manufacturing processes with low water and eco-friendly dyes. They have become an absolute favorite, and you can save up to 59% off the high-end counterpart by shopping with Quince. Throw on a cotton modal scoop neck tee and some sneakers, and you've got a perfect, effortless outfit. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash MLM for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash MLM to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash MLM. But she's continued to be my friend over the internet because we haven't seen each other in years and years, but she's a great person. And she happened to find my anti-MLM account and we talk sometimes and she's just kind of seeing all of this stuff unfold. And she's like, wow, what are you talking about over here? Like, I never would have known any of this. And then I explained to her like, yeah, it's actually very sad. Like most of these people are victims. Like they are losing money, but they have to portray that their life is so great. Like they have to, that's their purpose right now is to show off this false perfection. She was like, oh my God, I never would have thought of it that way. People don't realize. People don't realize how involved this is and how deep this goes. It is a whole rabbit hole. Okay, but I wanted to tell you, so when I was in Young Living, here's my numbers. Are you ready for this? Are you ready to hear oh how my much gosh. money yes. I lost? Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> we laugh so we don't cry, Roberta. It's fine. <laughs> everything is fine this is fine everything's fine it's the meme of the dog sitting in the fire like this is fine everything's fine yes that's me coming out of my MLM if you needed to know what kind of headspace you're in when you're coming out of an MLM you eventually get to that point where you're like it's funny it's fine we're gonna just laugh it off okay here are my numbers so here's what I had to do I have to give you a little bit of background first when I sat down because I wanted to know how much money did I lose in Young Living this was November or December last year of 2021, I sat down and I went into the back office and I tried to look at my order history to see how much money I spent, but Young Living is shady and they will not let you see your order history 
further than a few months like previous. So you you can't see your order history from the back office, from your website. What's the you point can, of that? You can only see like I could only see what I had spent within um twenty twenty one. I haven't looked at it this year, so I don't know if it like resets at the end of the year. So maybe I can only see like 2022, even though I haven't spent any money with Young Living this year and definitely don't plan on it. That's for sure. So what I had to do, I could go back and I could look at the information of what was going on with my downlines and like what was happening within my pyramid in my past. So I could do that. I could take it month by month and see how much PV I accumulated. So anybody who does not know, PV stands for personal volume. A lot of MLMs, um, a lot of MLMs have PV within their compensation plan. So this is very common. I thought it was super weird and confusing when I signed up with Young Living. The companies do that on purpose. It's supposed to be confusing. I was always confused by that stuff too. I was like, what does that mean? And how do I get it? Like, I'm not sure how this works. Yes. Young Living has CV, PV, PGV, and OGV. It's all a mess. It's all a mess. So I want to cover a deep dive into the Young Living compensation plan, but it's so difficult even for me to understand it. And I've been looking at this since 2017. So you'd think I'd know what was going on, but no, it's very deceptive. If you like read the fine lines I know this is a very long-winded way for me to get to my numbers, but I'm going to tell you exactly what's going on. Um, if you read the fine lines, whenever you get a bonus for recruiting somebody, it actually, and it says this very tiny print, just amongst, like in the middle of a paragraph, they just sneak this in. You you will still accumulate your um, like commission from that same amount of PV, right? But it's reduced by 75%. So you get that bonus at the expense of losing 75% of your commission. So tell me how that's not a pyramid scheme, because that directly insinuates that you're going to make more from recruiting. Because when you recruit, it's like you get a 25% um, cut instead of your commission, which is only 5%. The numbers are wild. The numbers are wild. I'm telling you, Young Living's compensation plan is the most deceptive. And I've looked at many other compensation plans. I've looked at theirs. It is like so confusing and their income disclosure statement is so embarrassing. It's embarrassing. It's awful. I, I had access to, I shared the income disclosure statement, not knowing what it was, not understanding it. I did not know that there was a difference between an income disclosure statement and a compensation plan. I didn't hear the term multi-level marketing for the first three months of my business. And the first time I heard the term pyramid scheme was literally me listening to a top earner shoot themselves in the foot by saying, this is what you should do if someone asks you if your business is a pyramid scheme. And I was like, what does that even mean? (laughs) Like that should be a red flag in itself. It really should because only pyramid schemes teach people what to say when someone asks, is this a pyramid scheme? Like only pyramid schemes do that. (laughs) Only MLMs do that too. Like there's so many things that go on in MLM that would never go on in any other business model ever. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. So here it's like here a clown show. Like I don't even get it. To us, it's a clown show. But when you're brainwashed and you're in that setting, you don't see those red flags. They teach you not to see those red flags. 
it's incredible how they teach you to doubt your own gut feeling. Absolutely. But not only that, if you are questioning anything, not only are you negative, but it's, it's your own fault that you're failing. Oh, wow. Yeah. I love that. That's like the, that, I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. I get that a lot in the comments too. Like you sure. seem like you were bitter and that's probably why you failed. <laughs> Who hurt you? Who hurt you, Roberta? I'm so sorry that you had such a bad experience. My MLM is different. Ours is different. Yours just sucks. It sounds like you didn't understand the compensation plan. <laughs> so, sounds like you don't know the technical definition of a pyramid scheme. Look it up. I mean, all businesses are pyramids, so... If you have a CEO, that's a pyramid scheme. It's like, well, who's your CEO? I'm my own CEO. In I'm this a- company, we have 11 billion CEOs. <laughs> yeah, that's how that works. They're all millionaires. Nobody's at the bottom. Everyone's thriving. Again, with the meme, with the dog and the fire, this is fine. It's fine. So I had to look up how much PV I had accumulated. And we touched on this earlier, but you know that PV does not equal the dollar amount that you actually spent because PV does not account for the taxes and the shipping cost. PV does not um, necessarily equal the exact dollar amount that you spent. So if you bought, for example, a diffuser with Young Living, you could spend $300 on a diffuser and only get 140 PV out of it. So that is a significant amount less than the amount of money that you spent. There's a reason I'm telling you this, because I want you to understand that the amount of PV that I accumulated over these four years does not accurately represent the amount of money that I spent, okay? Because it does not represent tax or shipping or products that did not equal the PV amount to the dollar amount that I spent. So I hope that that is not confusing. It probably is. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, so here is what I made in four years. In four years, Roberta, just keep that in mind. I made... $2,723 in four years. Oh my God. Yeah. So that's embarrassing. I'm sure there are are people like, why would you even like, that's your own fault. That's your own fault, right? That's my own fault. My bad. Not like I had to spend 100 PV a month just to be commission qualified and get my paychecks. Not that they didn't give me an account credit instead of paychecks for an entire year. So I only made $2,723. I accumulated in those four years. Keep in mind, this isn't the amount of money that I spent. I accumulated 9,715 PV points within those four years. So you spent more than that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So bottom of the barrel, the only thing that I know for sure that is a fact is that I accumulated 7,000 more in PV points than I ever made on my paychecks. And that's bottom of the barrel on products alone. That's not including any other expenses that I spent to run my business, quote unquote, oh my, my business. God. So any, any pamphlets that I bought, any like posters that I made and had laminated, anything that I had, like that I shipped from my home to somebody in Kentucky, where I used to live, if I wanted to sell them a product, any of the business tools, any of the books that they told me to buy, because you had to work on your self-help, right? So you know that I had all of Rachel Hollis's books 
<laughs> you know, I still have them. I still have them. I have Gary Young's biography. It's a load of crap. It's all a bunch of lies. It paints him as this very kind, elderly, not crazy at all kind of man. I have it still. Yeah, it's wow. gross. It's really? really heavy, like hardback cover book. It's like, it's so heavy. And it, it was 60 bucks. Why did I buy that? I don't, they told me that I had to buy that. So I bought that. Like, that's what happens in MLMs. Your upline says, you have to do this. Find a way. Find the money. Take out a credit card. You know, sign up a fake account under your husband or your mom or your grandma. Do what you have to do. And they, the way that they worded it to me was, you have to find your way around the mountain. Because that's the only way to be successful. Meanwhile, I'm spending however many PV points or accumulating however many PV points and I'm only earning a little tiny chunk of a paycheck. The thing is when now it's different now because they changed their compensation plan, but what they really wanted you to focus on was selling the starter kits. They were $160 and you got $50 every time you sold a starter kit. So that's what they wanted you to do. You only would earn, I think it's 8% commission off your level ones and then 5% off your level two. So these are the people directly beneath you and the people directly beneath them. And it just gets lower and lower. It's like 4% by the time you get to uh, level three and below. You just earn like barely any commission. And and you only earn commission off of your downlines. I never earned a commission for selling a product because that's not how it works with Young Living. I mean, the more you're telling me about this, I just the more it just feels like just a total pyramid scheme that like, everybody knows is a pyramid scheme and like everybody's just being like we're not a pyramid scheme those are illegal those are illegal roberta pyramid schemes are illegal they're obviously not a pyramid scheme because they're still in business it's been 35 years and they're still in business so they're obviously not a pyramid scheme right you should look it up <laughs> you don't know what a pyramid scheme is <laughs> oh, man, I mean, Google they're it. all there the, <laughs> the pay to play and the the endless recruiting and the oh, jesus you have to recruit like mandate. Yeah. You have to recruit in young living to get a paycheck. You can't earn a paycheck off of sales alone. Like I was so, I was so confused about it. I was like, how am I being paid? How do I sell products? That's what I want to do. I want to sell products. My uplines, 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 uplines. They all told me, no, you need to sell starter kits. And when you sold a starter kit, you also recruited them at the same time. They only changed this in 2021. In order to buy a starter kit, you were technically thrown in the pyramid as a, a distributor. It automatically signed you up to be a distributor, whether you wanted to be or not. Now they changed this in 2021. Now they have a difference between customers and business. Hang on. What do they call it? Brand partners. Brand partners is what they call it now. And funny enough, they haven't updated their income disclosure statement yet. So... I'm very interested to see what those numbers look like when they do eventually, if they ever do come out with another income disclosure statement, because it separates the brand partners from the customers. So they can't have that excuse anymore of those people just signed up for the discount. They won't right. have that excuse anymore. So I want to see those numbers, Roberta. <laughs> I'm yeah. like dying over here. <laughs> like I'm interested to see those only people that are working their business numbers too. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm going to be on top of that. I'm waiting, <laughs> but they haven't done that yet. And you know, it's funny because the, the last time they updated it was 2020 
And they've had a mass exodus since then. All those young living top leaders that went to Q Sciences and all of those Royal Crown Diamonds that went to Modere. I'm interested to see how that has affected their income disclosure statement. What percent of people are at the top? What percent of people are at the bottom? Because there's hardly anybody in the middle. There's really nobody in those middle levels. It's insane. And the amount of work and effort and the people that you have to screw over just to get to silver, which is your first serious, like, that's when you're considered a leader, when you hit silver, and the entire compensation plan shifts when you hit silver, your commission changes, um, what you make off the people beneath you changes, uh, your only goal at that point, if I'm not mistaken, is to get more silvers on your team. Um, if somebody raises above silver and you're only a silver, you no longer get commission off of them. It's kind of insane. Like, this is why I haven't done my deep dive on the compensation plan yet. Cause I don't understand all of it, but it, just the, it, wow. <laughs> the amount of manipulation it takes just to get to silver. <laughs> um, Sarah Hill was a silver with young living. And now she's talking about how she was never successful in a multi-level marketing company before. And she was new to multi-level marketing when she came, she's in Monet, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Whenever she came to Monet, she's like, I'd never done this before. I'd never been successful. I'm like, you were a silver in Young Living. You had to screw over so many people to get there. So I name dropped. You can choose whether or not you want to put that in the podcast. I don't really care. What are they going to do? We can leave it in. It's It's true. It is true. It's absolutely true. You had to screw over so many people. Like I could pull up the compensation plan and I could show you exactly what it takes number-wise to get there. And it is insane. It is mind-blowing. I never hit the rank of senior star, which is the third rank in. I was like 300 PV below that. Now, here's the thing. I could have purchased my rank if I really wanted to, but I was already spending enough money on Young Living products. I couldn't afford it, but I could have. I don't know what the point would have been just for, for them to put it on my badge when I go to convention, congratulations, yeah. you ranked up. Well, like, you're extra special if you rank up. You're extra special if you purchase enough products in order to earn your rank. Yeah. They're going to pat you on the back. You did such a good job. Why don't you come on and tell everybody how you did it? But don't tell them that you purchased product to get there because that's, we're not going to do that. We're not going to talk about that. We don't talk about Bruno. Yeah, we do not talk about <laughs> Bruno at all. <laughs> So you wanted to know about the capsules or is there yeah. something else you wanted to ask about? No, I want to talk about health claims and I want to know about those <laughs> capsules on, on your Instagram feed. Yes. So Young Living and doTERRA both. I've spoken with um, Jamie, who is also, she was in doTERRA. She was big in doTERRA, but she also used Young Living products before she was in doTERRA. Um, we've talked about this. doTERRA also sells the vegetable capsules. They're empty capsules you twist them apart, you put whatever oils you want to in there, and you make your own medicine. Young Living sells those, and they encourage you to do that. Young Living also has something called the essential, uh, doTERRA has their own version of this, but Young Living, it's called the essential oil reference guide. And they have the desk reference guide, and it's this huge spiral bound book, super, super heavy, and it costs 50 to $70 on Amazon right now. It's on the eighth edition. You can also buy the app on your phone. It's somewhere between five and $15. I don't remember how much I paid for it. The whole thing is health claims. And they encourage their, their people, their distributors to purchase this, whether it's the book or the app. So you can tell people what oils they need to combine to cure whatever problems they have. It's literally... Oh, wow. 
it's literally an alphabetical list of any issues you may have. Like, I'm going to pull it up on my phone just so I can give you some examples. It's pretty I insane. think I've seen like screenshots of this in anti-MLM groups and things like that, like over the years. Yes. Hannah covered it in her very first um, MLM fails, I think. Or no, the very first MLM horror story she did. I sent her a screen recording of it. Let's see. Essential oil reference guide. There it is. Let me just name off some of these issues that oils can cure. (laughs) It's so bad, Roberta. Abandoned, absent-minded, abundance, abuse, accidents, aches and pains, acne, ADD or ADHD, addictions, a lot of things that I don't know how to pronounce, adrenal glands, aftershave, aging, AIDS, airborne bacteria, air pollution, alcoholism, alertness, alkaline allergies and I mean it goes anger what if you're allergic to the oils that are in the pill for allergies what happens then Roberta nobody can be allergic to essential oils they're natural (laughs) they're naturally occurring the molecules are too small and you cannot physically be allergic to an essential oil well that's a load of bullshit You think I actually, one of my very best friends in the world, she, she bought a kit from me because she loves me. She never got brainwashed. She never really got into it. She was like, Hey, the oils make me feel this type of way. When I diffuse lavender, I get migraines. I think I'm allergic to it. And I said, no, you're not. I was so brainwashed. I literally, when people would tell me that they have bad reactions, you have to understand this is an objection that they teach you how to overcome as well. When you're in Young Living, you have to tell people when they come to you and say that they have bad reactions to the oils, that they, that it's all in their head. It's literally all in their head. If they don't think about it, they won't have these bad reactions. They're, they're essentially making it up. They're essentially putting themselves in this position. You physically cannot be allergic to essential oils because the molecules are too small. They're naturally occurring, like they're all natural, whatever. And that is so egregious that is so untrue I I wish people could see your face right now when you're just like shaking your head you're like no no it's what like what yeah this is what I was taught this is what people are taught this is how brainwashing happens how is nobody saying but that's not true I mean I'm sure there are are people and they just get blocked and booted and kicked out they're negative those are negative people you don't need those. They wow. like, they don't, they don't make it anyway. They don't last in the company. So don't listen to them. Like the amount of times that I would go set up in a public place. If I was like at an event, like a vendor event, or if someone was allowing me to use their space or their storefront to host like a class or a party or whatever, I really thought I was educating people. And let me just say people in, a, in MLMs are not qualified. <laughs> to educate people on things that they are not themselves educated on. I was not, not. (laughs) I was not qualified to teach people about wellness and that's what I did, but it was all a bunch of bullshit. And I, I'm the kind of person that I wanted to know everything and I wanted to be educated and I was maybe possibly going to work towards getting some sort of aromatherapy degree. The problem is, is that aromatherapists are not taught to use the oils in the way that they use the oils in MLMs. So like 
making a capsule, like putting oils in a capsule to make your own medicine, no doctor anywhere is ever going to tell you that that is okay. That is not okay. No aromatherapist anywhere is ever going to tell you that that is okay. Ingesting essential oils at that high of a concentration is going to be really bad for the inside of your body. Absolutely. But you're taught the opposite of that, especially in Young Living. So they have the Vitality Oils, which are specifically labeled for ingestion. Yeah. Did you not know that? I mean, (laughs) I've heard that, but it's just shocking every time I hear that. Yes. Young Living has a blog where they put out recipes for you to be able to use these essential oils. I so love your um, portrayal of Trudy and her lemon water. Oh, yes. (laughs) You just, the oil doesn't mix with the water. So you got to shake it up and drink it real fast. (laughs) I mean, absolutely right. I mean, it it came to me in the moment. I was like, we got to go for it. (laughs) Yes. I was telling someone today, like, If you're using an oil when you're cooking, you can very easily, they're so strong. They are so concentrated. You can easily ruin your entire meal. I've done it. I have done this. I have thrown away. I was making us pork chops and I put a drop of oregano and a drop of rosemary. And sometimes you need only half of a drop because like, and they teach you like, if you only want half of a drop, you put the toothpick in the oil and then you swirl the toothpick around. And that's how you get half a drop instead of a whole drop because they're so concentrated they're so strong. And I'm pretty sure I had to throw away our pork chops that night. I was like, this did not, this is gross. This did not work. Also, I mean, like I've accidentally added too much actual rosemary, like the herb and ruined something. So I could imagine putting the oil in it. And those are oils that you don't necessarily want to diffuse either. You don't want to diffuse oregano or thyme or rosemary. Like they're too strong. They are, they're spicy, not in the term of spiciness that you might think of you know because you're like it's just an herb like you wouldn't think of it being spicy but it is like it's too strong to put in a diffuser funny story my friend's mom who sold Monet she bought a starter kit from me and what she did immediately was she took all the oils in the starter kit which is 13 different essential oils and she put all of them in the diffuser at once like five drops of each and she diffused them and she told me she was hallucinating like don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. We do not recommend that. Oh my God. No. <laughs> we don't recommend that at all. Oh my God. That is what? Yeah. I mean, they have a bigger effect on you than you would think. They are highly concentrated products and they are scientifically proven to affect your body in different ways when it comes to aromatherapy. Now there is no science behind anything about what essential oils can do if you just put them on your skin or heaven forbid you eat them. I don't recommend anybody using an essential oil in any other way than with aromatherapy purposes. You can put them on something and, and inhale it like, you know, whatever you need to do. Like if I have a stuffy nose, I'll put some peppermint on like a tissue and I'll just like breathe it in and it, and it kind of helps. That's very different than like smothering yourself in it physically than putting it all over your body and eating it. I don't know how anybody eats anything minty like any of the mint oils, it, they're so strong, Roberta. I'm going to tell you a funny story. So I used to be a bartender. <laughs> I used to be a bartender. So I would make cocktails with essential oils. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> um, Yeah, I actually worked for a local place in Clearwater that was owned by the Scientologists. I was telling you about this the other day. And um, it was a local place. So I was trying to convince them to let me use essential oils on their 
on their cocktail menu. They almost went through with it, but then they backed out at the last second. Like, thank God. Thank God that we did not go through with that. But I tried really hard to get that going. So one time I was making mojitos or margaritas or something for just my, my husband and I. He wasn't my husband at the time. But I accidentally, instead of using lime, I used peppermint. And it was disgusting, Roberta. I could not drink it. And he, he like powered through and finished it, but it was gross. I don't know how people do that. Oh my God. It was only like two drops, but that is like way more than enough in a drink, in one drink. Things are not good. Wow. Yeah. I've um like used a drop of peppermint, like put in a candle to sort of like diffuse. Cause I don't diffuse, but you know, and yeah. even just opening it. And I have like oracation so from strong. Whole Foods. It's so strong and like the menthol and the cool cold feeling spicy like, it's yes like it's hot it's, it's what okay yes. we called them hot oils a spicy oil is a hot oil those are oils you don't want to use on your skin undiluted so if you are going to put oils on your skin you need to use a fatty oil like coconut oil to dilute it to make it not where it's going to like turn your entire body red I don't understand how people do this, put peppermint directly on their skin. I don't know how people do that. Like, it's so irritating. It's so spicy. It's so hot. Like, it definitely can cause redness and irritation. Also, if you encase the oils, this is important to know, if you encase the oils in one form or another, it's going to affect you even more. I've seen a photo of someone who put peppermint all over their neck, like they were sick, and then they put their hood on of their hoodie and they fell asleep. And when they woke up- Like it looked like someone had tried to strangle them because their entire neck was red and like bruised looking and swollen. So I don't personally recommend using essential oils topically at all, but if you are going to do it, you need to do it safely. So you need to dilute those oils heavily and you, I don't recommend using essential oils on children or animals when you're in an MLM. They are going to encourage you to use essential oils on children and animals. And it, it makes me physically ill. Yeah. It can be very dangerous to animals. It could be fatal actually. Yes. I mean, I've done it. I've had animals, I've used oils around them and I've seen animals have bad reactions to the oils. I know that cats are particularly vulnerable to essential oils. So I never put an oil directly on any of my cats. The rule of thumb when you're in Young Living, or I'm sure doTERRA, they say this as well. If you're diffusing oils, give your animal the option to leave the room. Like don't close them off inside a room with a diffuser running. I've done that before and it made my cats very sick. So you don't want to do that. And I don't know if you saw me post about this before, but I have an animals and oils uh, essential oil desk reference guide. You know how I was telling you about the reference guide for humans. They have one for animals. I bought the one for animals. I have the app of the original reference guide, but I bought the book for the animals reference guide. And it was $50 without tax and shipping and all that. It was $50. And literally like you can flip through and there's different sections. Like they have a section for reptiles. They have a section for like cattle and sheep and horses. They have a section for rodents like hamsters and mice. And then of course they have a cat's section and they have a dog's section and they encourage you to feed your animals essential oils. Like they encourage you to feed your animals the Ningxia red supplement juice. 
it goes so deep, Roberta. It is disgusting. And I didn't know how disgusting it was because I was brainwashed when I was in my MLM. Thank God God. I never took any advice from this book. It's wild. It's in my highlights. If you ever get interested or you're bored or whatever, and you're scrolling through Instagram, it's in my highlights, me showing this book and talking about this book. (laughs) So if you're ever curious about that, you can find that information there. Wow. That is just like beyond wild. Yes. It's encouraged. They, I mean, they have an entire line of products for infants. I don't understand how like any of this is legal or like how this is still going on. Like they're blatantly breaking rules and like making false claims. Their literature is branded and it has all of this information. They're selling it for profit. And it's a young living. It's specifically young living too. Like in these reference guide books that I'm telling you about, they list all of the young living oils specifically. And they say, we don't recommend that you use any other brand of oils, but Young Living. Like this is a Young Living book. There's a picture of Gary Young on the front of the book. We haven't even talked about Gary Young. I don't know if you want to go there. We don't have to. We've been doing this for a while now. (laughs) I mean, we've talked about Gary Young on the podcast before. We've gone down his list of accomplishments. Accomplishments. I like that. Yeah. He had a very very long list of accomplishments. He's true. Yeah. And, you know, you're not supposed to speak ill of the dead, but I'm sorry. You, you and I have spoken about Gary Young privately before. You know, what was it you said? You were like, oh, you haven't heard me get spicy before or something like that. It made me laugh. It's just gross. I mean, yeah. it's just, it's just wild what he could get away with. Um, and, yeah. and then also still continues to get away with and, and still people continue to worship him as if he is some amazing man. I can't even tell you how many people have left Young Living and have reached out to me and been like, I finally read all this stuff about Gary Young because I was told not to. And like, oh my God, like, why didn't I ever listen before? And it's like, it's okay. Like it's part of it, but like, yes, like people learning they've been lied to the whole time. Oh yeah. Like, even though, um, I had many a times where top leaders would shoot themselves in the foot and they would say, don't go look into this information. And then I would be like, well, what are they talking about? And I would go look into that information. Super funny that that happens so often in MLMs. Don't go listen to the haters. And then you're like, well, what are the haters saying? And you go listen to them. Um, <laughs> but I never had anybody bring up anything bad about Gary Young when I was in Young Living. Like after I started consuming anti-MLM content, one of the first videos I watched was um, all of the different creators on YouTube who have done the Young Living deep dives. I've watched all of them because I wanted to know. And Savannah's was actually, Savannah Marie's was the first one that I watched. And that's when I first learned anything bad about Gary Young. And my, I was just in shock for the whole rest of the night. I could not stop thinking about it because I'm a mom now. And just, you know, one of the bad things that he did, uh, it really affected me. So that was really sad. Um, yeah, yeah, that's tough. And Savannah's video is great. I will link that in the show notes. She is a, a good spicy creator if you're into that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's very, no, I appreciated that. And then um, the Illuminati has actually a two-part deep dive on Young Living, and I highly recommend that. And it's interesting, and I don't know a lot about this, so I'm not going to speak on it a whole lot, but 
Savannah uncovered someone who is in a close personal, who, who was in a close personal relationship with Gary Young, who works within the company of Young Living, um, who I don't know if he's like creates products. This is the part I don't want to speak on because I don't understand fully who he is. Um, but he actually is a known murderer. And then the Illuminati also uncovered someone who was super close to Gary Young, who was also working in Young Living, who was also a murderer. It's so just fun. like Gary Young has some really good friends. So I I don't know enough about those two subjects to speak directly about it. But if you're curious or if any of your listeners are curious, go check out the Illuminati and Savannah Marie's deep dives on Young Living because it's very interesting. Yeah, we'll throw those in the show notes so people can watch those. <laughs> I was texting my husband watching the Illuminati and I was like, you will never believe this. That's fantastic content. I I am so thankful for people like that. Well, that's the great thing about the anti-MLM movement is there's so many different people involved and everybody is different and everybody has a different perspective and a different take and different experiences and or different like strengths. So they have different ways of producing content and maybe it's the same content that someone else has covered but somebody else in the world is going to relate to different people within the world of anti-MLM. And I just think that that is wonderful. I love so much that anti-MLM is like, you know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> anti-MLM is it's just very diverse. We have a very diverse, diverse group of yes. people and creators. Um, I love that we've got people that take on the reins of different things, want to fight for different companies expose different things, do different content. We've got people on TikTok, Instagram. We've got a bunch of different anti-MLM podcasts out there. We've got YouTube creators. We've got people on Instagram, people that share infographics, people that make reels. People on Facebook. People on Facebook. Like it's incredible. Like if you're looking for content and you're like, oh, I'm not really on TikTok or oh, I don't do Instagram. Like you'll find it. Like it's everywhere. I think we have infiltrated every single social media. (laughs) I think so too. We have to, we have to try to keep up with the Huns because they're already there. We're like, no, 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 no. These people are telling you lies, lies and deceit. <laughs> Let Absolutely. us tell you the truth. <laughs> so where do you, uh, where do you like to create content the most? Well, Instagram is where I am right now, but I'm also spreading my message to YouTube. That's how I like to put it. I'm just spreading my wings and I will also be on another platform besides just Instagram. I'm enjoying doing YouTube because I like to edit. I'm an editor. I've always been an editor. So um, if anybody needs a video editor in the anti-MLM world, hit me up. I'm broke. <laughs> I could use it <laughs> because I am creating this content for free. So when the Huns come out and they're like, you're making money off of being a hater. And I'm like, please send me my paychecks. I have not received them. I will say though, when you get to the point where you're creating this content and you're able to monetize, like the whole reason we all left MLM was we weren't making money for our time and our effort. Right. And so I really just want to respond to, to people that say that, you know, like, Hey, if this is what I'm spending my time on, and this is what I'm putting my energy and effort into, like, I deserve to be paid fairly. You deserve to be paid fairly. If that's something that you want to do, and that's an avenue that you want to go down. Absolutely. I've had many conversations with Chelsea about this and (laughs) it is, it's true. Like I, I forget often that I'm like, wow, I'm trying to empower women. I'm trying to help women out of MLM men too, but you know, 75% of them are women and give them options for different opportunities that are not going to be a destructive cult that takes all their money. 
And hey, if you've got a following and you have the opportunity, like I am at. Yeah, because you're spending your time and your effort on creating this content. So I know um, anti-MLM Nicole, we're just going to name drop everybody and we're going to plug them in. Um, I love Nicole. You're going to have such a hard time filling out this description on your show notes because like we're plugging so many people here, but she talks about that all the time because she gives people the option to um, buy me a coffee is what it says on her Instagram. She gets a lot of hate for that. And it's like, she's giving people the option to give her a little bit of money for the time and the hard work that she puts into creating this content consistently because she's extremely consistent. Like I can't keep up. I don't know how she does that. You go girl. (laughs) But I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I don't think there's anything wrong with monetizing the hard work that you are putting into this. Now, when it becomes solely about the money and not about the message that you're trying to spread, I think that that can definitely a lot of people run into that problem at some point or another. I hope that I am never that way. I hope that I can continue to keep my head above the water and just be aware that I, I am doing this because I want to, I'm doing this because it's important. I'm creating content because I want to spread a message, not necessarily because I want the money. The message comes first. Absolutely. But like when you're in an MLM, it's like the opposite. (laughs) Absolutely. Amazing point. In MLM, it's the opposite. The money always comes first in the MLM. That is the root of your why. That is the root why you're doing any of it. What you're working on, why you're recruiting people, why this is all happening. It's all Why you're conversating with anybody, who you give your time to, it's all depending on money. If you disagree with them even slightly, you're no longer worth their time. Yeah, it's all transactional in an MLM. And so, you know. Everyone's a dollar sign. And here it's, you look, if you're creating, if, if, if we're creating content that you're enjoying and you're learning something and you're like, wow, I didn't think about it that way. Or wow, I I learned something today. You know what? You can listen to an ad. You can watch an ad. You can, it's, it's not difficult. We put a lot of time and effort into all of this stuff. And when I say we, it's a very much collective of anti-MLM creators, um, yeah. there's a lot of work put into this and I think it's really important, you know, listen At to least a couple someone's ads. Making money. Yeah. It's easy to support. <laughs> it's really easy to support people. You're already doing it right now by listening to this podcast. So I thank you for that. Um, but yeah, like it's all about supporting the community, all about supporting everybody, getting everybody's message out there, having this podcast be a platform to be able to name drop people and to be able to say, Hey, check out this video or check out this account, because that's how we learn. And that's how I even learn about new accounts too. I don't always know what's going on. I don't have time to check (laughs) on everything. And so it's really interesting when people go, Oh, have you checked out this person or I get tagged in something often that's the time or the way that I even discover new content at all. Yeah. When people reach out to the, reach out to you, Roberta, and they're like, have you seen the stories? And you're like, no, <laughs> I haven't. What's going on? But I mean, really, I don't have time to do any of it. So it's like, if people tag me in something, sometimes I'll see it. But for the most yeah. part, yeah, I don't really see anything. <laughs> We're busy people. Okay. <laughs> yes. uh, you know, working on different things that are coming up in the next few weeks. And again, you know, it, it's really keeping busy And also I have to remember that I'm also a mom yeah, and that I also have other things I have to do in my life. So real life, real life balance as well. You have time freedom, Roberta. I don't know if you know this. (laughs) I don't think I've gotten the memo on that yet. I don't know if I have time freedom yet. (laughs) 
it's self-imposed though, because it's like, I'm very, I'm a workaholic when it comes to this kind of stuff. And like my ADHD is very much fueled by like just keeping busy. And so, yeah, I mean, I do also have to remember to do a little bit of self-care and self-love and take, take a step back. My um, guilty pleasure is playing Skyrim. (laughs) So that's what I do. If I'm taking the night off, I'm playing Skyrim. I also (laughs) really love Animal Crossing. I wish that I had a Switch. I want a Switch so bad. (laughs) One day I will play video games with my child. If that makes me a bad parent, then I am a bad parent proudly because I want to play video games with my child. (laughs) It definitely doesn't make you a bad parent and we don't parent shame (laughs) over here. So you're golden. Good. Yeah, I'm not about that either. All right. Well, um, let's do some rapid fire questions and then we'll I'm ready. we'll close this up. Yeah. I knew you were going to do this. So I'm ready for these. Let's go. <laughs> All right, Kayla. One word that encompasses how you feel about multi-level marketing. Manipulative. 100%. Bravo. One warning to somebody that wants to join an MLM. So here's the thing. If you are already mentally committed to joining an MLM. And there is nothing that I can say to sway you on this right now. The one thing that I can tell you to do, if this is something that you are going to do and I cannot stop you because my immediate reaction is just don't do it. But if I can't stop you, I'm going to tell you to please sit down and write up a profit versus losses report for yourself to keep yourself accountable and be sure that you are adding the products that you are spending for your personal use into this document as part of your losses, because you may be surprised when you start doing that. Um, For me, it was very hard for me to differentiate. It, It was like a very gray area when I was buying things because I would buy random products that I was not planning on using for my own personal use. And I would say, well, I have this so that I can take pictures of it and talk about it on social media. And maybe I can sell this to somebody, but that never happened. I just ended up inventory loading. So you really need to be careful. You need to sit down and make sure you're keeping track of how much money you're spending on things that you are technically probably not going to use but you're buying them in order to use for social media purposes or because maybe you might sell it or give it away as a sample or whatever, or maybe you'll make that an incentive sometime. You'll like play a game online and people can win this product as an incentive. I think that people, it's really, really important if they are starting to get involved with a multi-level marketing company to keep track of that specifically. That's how I ended up losing so much money. And it's how other people lose so much money without realizing it because of all the things that happen within an MLM, you know, you have to be a product of the product. So they tell you to buy this inventory. You have monthly quotas, even when maybe you were deceived and you were told that there are no quotas, there are no monthly fees. There are always quotas and monthly fees. Always. I have yet to see a compensation plan where there is not some sort of monthly, maybe even a bi-monthly like quota that you have to fulfill in order to earn your paycheck or earn your commission or earn your bonus. It's just really important to know exactly how much you're spending because, you know, by the end of it, by the time it's all said and done, 
maybe you don't realize what you've gotten yourself into in order to just keep up with this business, in order to keep ranking up or maintain your rank or make your uplines shout you out in their business pages or whatever it is. You just don't realize. You're like, I have to have three more points this month to make it. So I'm going to place a $50 order so that I can get these three points that I need to hit my rank. You need to keep track of that. If it's the last day of the month, you need to keep track of what you are spending in order to maintain. Excellent advice. I I think that everybody should do a profit loss statement and look at those numbers. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. What is the worst MLM in your opinion? It was boo. (laughs) But since boo technically did get shut down, in my personal opinion, you know, I, I cannot condone the essential oil MLM companies. I know that there probably are technically worse ones out there, but for the MLMs who have profited the most off of the pandemic are the ones that sell quote unquote wellness products and young living has their entire thieves line that they promote. They say, if you're using these products, not only are you not using harmful chemicals on yourself and your family, you're boosting your immune system. You can just take capsules and make your own medicine. You can just put an oil on and it's going to cure any issue you have. We have the reference guide for you. You have an issue. You can just look it up and you can make yourself a concoction. And guess what? You'll be all better. It might cost $200 to get all of the oils that you need, but you can cure your problems with these oils. They make it... I, I just don't like how manipulative the essential oil companies are with their health claims, especially in the current climate that we're in. It's not okay. Yeah, it is really disgusting. What is the hardest lesson that you learned while you were in MLM? Probably has something to do with false friendships. The fact that there were so many red flags with the people who I was involved with that I just didn't see. I think just the fact that I have been able to give myself more of a voice, I'm no longer allowing people to walk all over me. I'm no longer walking on eggshells around people. If there are people like that in my life, I don't allow them to be in my life or I set a boundary with them and I don't allow them to cross that boundary. And I think that um, coming out of my MLM had a lot to do with that. Yeah. Boundaries are really healthy and important. And I think um, it preserves friendships in the end when you create boundaries and say, look, I'm just not going to put up with this. And I I think it's really important to have those for sure. Absolutely. Uh, And then lastly, a positive takeaway from your time in MLM. Oh no, I didn't prepare for that question. (laughs) I forgot about that one. Oh, okay. I've got it. (laughs) For me personally, this is a positive takeaway for me. I found the anti-MLM world. I found the people who I now consider to be very dear actual close friends of mine. And I don't think I would have found them if I hadn't have gone through this, this long drawn out process of coming out of my MLM. I don't think I ever would have found this huge, diverse group of wonderful people who I have become close with. I have received nothing but supportive and amazing messages from these people. Well, I'm so happy to hear that because I'm so happy that you're here and I'm so happy that you're my friend. Yes. I love that so much. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for being my friend and having me on your show and of chatting course, with me. <laughs> of course. You are always welcome anytime. Thank you so much, Kayla. Uh, remind everybody where they can find you. 
So I'm on Instagram as real talk underscore safe space on YouTube. You can find me. It's Kayla at real talk underscore safe space. So just Instagram and YouTube for now. That's all I can handle. Well, thank you so much. I hope people were just as appalled as I was listening to all of the wonderful <laughs> things that you shared. Yeah, that I have quite a few appalling things to say. That's why I do this. <laughs> you so much for listening to life after mlm don't forget to like subscribe and share and follow us on social media at life after mlm podcast and my advocacy at the real roberta blevins you can find all of the links to the social accounts in our show notes and if you just listened to that incredible story and you thought oh my god i have a story just like that that needs to be told hit me up the real roberta blevins at gmail.com I would love to have you on the show to share your story and start your journey in life after MLM. See you next time, Hans. <laughs>